Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to Rent Free with Mackenzie Davis. This week, we are going to be tackling something that might be kind of boring to you, but it's definitely requested. Um, I posted a TikTok the other day telling a story time, which I might kind of retell on here just for those of you that didn't see it, about me getting a bank account for my LLC. And I got a lot of comments and DMs asking me to do a full podcast dedicated to opening an LLC, what you need to know, um, and then like what happens after the fact. So I'm more than happy to go into detail about all of that kind of stuff. But before I say anything, I just want you guys to know that I'm very new to this as well. So don't think I'm some expert. Um, I'm kind of figuring it out as I go, and I'm I'm happy to tell you guys what I've what I know so far. But there's probably things I haven't discovered yet. And I just don't want you to like trust me as if I was an expert in this department because I am surely not. Let's kind of get into that. The story that I told, by the way, if you didn't hear it, was about me going to a bank in my hometown to open an LLC bank account because I got an employment identification number, which I'll tell you guys more about in a minute home for Easter weekend and I didn't go home for Easter necessarily. I went home because I was getting my lips done and I have graduation and graduation pictures and all this like fun stuff coming up. So I wanted to do that before the school year ended and it was really like my only weekend that I had. So I originally was going to pick this one bank that my mom told me doesn't charge fees which I was like, okay, that's cool. I'm going to go do that because I don't really intend on doing anything with my LLC account quite yet. Just, just making the account just to have it in case anything does come up. But at this point in time, I'm not buying properties and doing things or really actively doing real estate. So the bank that I had originally called was so rude. I was asking if they had any fees or anything before I came in to open the account. And every single time I would ask a question, the person I spoke to on the phone would cut me off and be like, that's very easily accessible on our website. Go look on our website. It's all on our website. And I'm like, okay, yes, I understand that. But like, I took the time to call you. All you have to do is just tell me if there's a fee or not. Like, it wasn't that deep. I just wanted to know the answer to that. And I was already on the phone with them. So like, well, it's on their website and I could have looked there if I had known that. I didn't. And I called them. So why couldn't they just tell me then? So I decided not to get an account there because obviously I don't want to be banking with people who don't care about like me or just like want to be complicated for no reason. Instead, I went to the bank where I have my checking and savings accounts that I've had since I was like 13 and they're close to home. I just trusted them. And so I went there and I walk in and I say, hi, I'm here to open an LLC bank account, a business bank account, whatever you want to call it. And they kind of gave me a weird look. And then they said, for your bank account or the business you work for. And I said, no, it's my LLC. And they were like, okay, come sit down. So I came prepared with all my documents and everything. And the woman just kept saying she couldn't find my LLC in the system, which if you don't know, like LLCs are public records. So you can look up my LLC if you want. You can look up anybody's LLC anywhere in the country and it's just public information. Trying to find my articles of organization, even though I brought a copy with me. And I'm like, I can help you. I have the document on my phone. I can email it to you. 
and she wasn't having any of that. She just wanted to find it in the system, which I was like, fine, maybe they have a certain protocol where they need to find it, whatever, whatever. And then she's having such a hard time doing this that she enlists the woman behind her to help too. And they're both looking and they're like, they can't find it. You know, I'm starting to get a little worried. I'm like, why can't you find my LLC? Like it was filed in February. Like I have the paperwork. I paid the money. Like here it is. And <laughs> turns out woman behind me who was helping the lady work goes in Pennsylvania, right? And I said, no, in Maryland, like I'm at a bank in Maryland doing this. Like I was like, why do you think Pennsylvania? Like, where did you get that from? And the woman in front of me holds up the sheet of paper and she goes, this address says Pennsylvania. So I look at the sheet and it's the IRS return address for, you know, IRS headquarters where you file LLCs. And I was like, oh, well, there you go. So then she looks it up in Maryland. They find it immediately and we carry on. It took an extra like 15, 20 minutes just for them to do that because they weren't like trusting me that I even had an LLC essentially, which doesn't annoy me like a little bit, but I think it's more funny than anything. Like I kind of like when situations like that happen. So I can be like, ha F you. Like you don't believe me. And now we're sitting here and you're going to help me open a bank account because I truly do have an LLC. Like, you know what I mean? I just think it's kind of funny. So I didn't say anything. I opened the bank account and I went on my way um, and everything's fine with that. But that was the story that I told that kind of sparked your guys' questions about LLCs and kind of fueled this episode. So thank you for that. I did need an idea for today. So this was perfect. Um, I'm excited to talk about this with you guys. I'm sorry if you find this boring or like whatever, but I think it's really helpful, especially if you plan to invest in real estate. So let's definitely talk about it. The first question I got about LLCs is, should you have one if you're a realtor regardless? And the answer to that kind of depends on what you're trying to do. But no, you don't necessarily just like need one to be a realtor. But here's why that might be beneficial. So if you have an LLC, you can do a lot of different things, including get a loan without having a credit score or things like of that nature because it's all through your business entity instead of through your personal stuff. So there are things that you can do because of an LLC, but you don't necessarily like need to do that for real estate. Um, the thing that I find it beneficial for is tax purposes. Whether or not you decide to open an LLC is totally up to you. But one thing I just learned that I have not done in years past that I'm going to be doing this going forward is having a separate bank account for any real estate needs. And that's just because you can put, you know, any of your deductions on there and it's a lot easier come tax time. So for example, you know, you drive to showings all day and you get gas three times a week, put all of that on that business card. And then at the end of the year, when you go to look at your bank statements, you'll have all of your business purchases there and you'll know exactly how much to write off instead of having to sift through or keep a separate spreadsheet or something through your personal accounts. It also just makes filing taxes easier. I, um, I mentioned before that I'm meeting with an accountant at the end of May, so I'll be doing that and hopefully they'll be able to kind of give me more guidance on that tax situation and I can update you guys. But as I mentioned, I'm like kind of learning with you guys and this is only my second year in real estate, so there is a lot to know and a lot to learn. The reason that I decided to get an LLC is because 
per recommendation from the investor world, they say you should have a separate LLC for every real estate property that you own. You don't necessarily have to do this. It's not like a law or anything. You can put the properties in your own name, but it gets very tricky. Again, come tax time, come payout time, deductible time, things of this nature. And it makes sense to just have its own entity for each and every property that you do own. And another thing that people suggest is when you do own a property and you're getting rental income, you should put all of the money that you're making from those properties into the LLC bank account and then pay yourself out. So it's like you have a paycheck every month from that property and you can give yourself however much you want, but it needs to be recorded as it was documented in that account. And that way, everything that you're doing for that specific property is all in one place. Similar to your real estate like costs and things like that, how you're going to have an account for that, you would want to do the same thing for each property. I don't really know exactly like if there's certain benefits to doing this besides organization happy to have separate accounts for different things i honestly prefer that it helps me just sort things in my mind and if i put money in an account that's for something else i really won't touch it like my tax account i never touch that money and things like that so it's important to do those things at least for me in my mind so the second question that i got because i did mention an ein which stands for an employment identification number and people were curious what exactly that was and what it does so when you get an llc you can put things in the name of the llc so you can buy properties and do whatever you want but you cannot hold money or own bank accounts unless you have an EIN. Um, that's kind of the number that the IRS gives you that allows you to go to the bank and tie an account to the LLC. It costs an additional, I want to say like $260, which is, you know, pricey depending on what you're doing it for. I personally just like want it to have it and to have it ready and, you know, in case the time comes and there's a property and I have to strike then, I want to be able to have what I need because it does take a few weeks to process an LLC. That's what that does and that's what that's for. It's not required, but if you want to open a bank account, which I do suggest, then you do need that number. The LLC itself and how to file one, how to create one, it's very easy, a lot easier than I would have ever dreamed it would be, and it costs about $100 to file, at least in the state of Maryland. So the way that you do this, and don't be fooled because when you search filing an LLC, there's tons of third-party websites that will charge you more. Um, you can definitely file through them and it works, but they're just literally a third-party source trying to get you to use their service, but they're not adding anything or doing anything special for you. So make sure you're going through your actual state and it will be a lot cheaper and a lot more efficient that way. So for me, I went to the Department of Labor for Maryland, searched up file an LLC. I think it comes up as start a business, but a business filing or something like that. So I clicked on that and I open up the portal. It asks you a few questions about yourself, your tax situation, asks a few questions if you want an employment identification number, etc. And once you're done, you assign yourself as the proprietor, 
you have an address, which for me is my home address, and you file. And you pay that money up front. It's like $100-ish. And you file that document and they let you know that you're good to go and you have your articles of organization, you are completely set up and ready to go. The only thing that you have to wait for is your EIN number if you filed for one. And at that point, you can then go to the bank and open an account if you would like to. You don't even have to go in person. I just like doing that whenever I can because it makes me feel better and like more secure that I'm doing the right thing and that I know exactly what I'm getting myself into. But my bank account for my LLC requires a minimum balance of $5,000 a month or I have to spend $250 on that card a month. Otherwise, I get a $16 charge, which is not a big deal. I definitely spend $250 a month or more, and so I will just continue to use that debit card before I use anything else to spend money, and that's how I plan to do that until I can get back to real estate full-time and begin to fill that bucket, per se. Um, I have a lot of different other buckets that I, I fill when I get paid, so I'm just going to add this to be one of those. And I hope to not really touch the money in that account, um, just to continue building it up so that when I am ready to buy a property, it will kind of have a bit of cash flow in there um, that I can use for a down payment or something of that nature. And that's kind of what I plan to do mentioned that you can get different loans through this business bank account, which is true. So you can actually get a loan without having to verify your income or your credit score for a business bank account, which is definitely interesting to me. That's kind of sketchy just because I would want to know I definitely qualify. But the side of that that they don't tell you is like, yeah, they don't check those things, but then you have to have, I want to say, like 75% of what you've made in the account or like some crazy number like that just to verify that you do have funds. So it's not like you're getting off scot-free. You do have to have money. Um, but I know a lot of times for people, especially younger people, credit and employment history are their downfall because they can't get loans with that. So if you do open an LLC, then you have a better chance of getting a loan and buying properties. I'm actually in the works of opening a second LLC as we speak. And this one is going to be with my mom, which is so cool to me. We're calling it something like something that has to do with two people being like the same because me and my mom are both realtors. We both love psychology. She was a psych major, has her degree in psych. I'm the same way. I basically copy her in every aspect of life. So that's kind of why we wanted to call it something like that. Um, so we, we thought of like two birds of a feather or um, femme forte means strong women in French. But I think we decided on silhouette, which is like obviously a shadow and I'm like my mother's shadow. So that's kind of why we thought that one would be cool. Um, it's not filed yet, so we have to do that coming up here shortly. And the reason for that is because we want to buy properties together as well, especially starting out. You know, she doesn't own any investments and neither do I. So we want to kind of have more security and also, you know, down payments are expensive. So if it's able to be split by two people, it would definitely be easier and more attainable. 
plus it's just cool to do that kind of stuff with my mom and so this summer you know I want to buy multiple properties I'm trying to own at least 25 doors by the time I turn 25 I think that I can do more than that but you know 25 at 25 sounds pretty cool to me and I need to start I'm 21 I need to get on that and I've kind of given myself a break the last few months because I haven't graduated college yet and I need to get there first before I can even be back doing real estate full-time. These are the LLCs that I've been working with and that's how you file one. It is very, very easy to do, pretty self-explanatory and the website will help you guide you through it. It is kind of expensive, I guess, you know, 150 bucks plus that 250 bucks for the EIN definitely adds up. But if it's something you're looking into, I mean, it is so worth it and it's definitely a good idea for taxes, for organization purposes, just you know, keeping all your ducks in a row. I hope that that helped you guys. Um, I don't have much else to say about an LLC. Like I said, I'm still, you know, I just filed mine in February. I don't really know what exactly the benefits are um, besides what I've shared with you. So I'll definitely keep you guys updated. I mean, you know, on my TikTok, I'm super transparent. I always update you guys on what's going on. So I will absolutely be doing that in the future. I did want to tell you guys a little bit, just like update you on what's going on in my life because there's been a few things that have been changing and happening that are exciting, um, revolving around real estate, but also grad school. And so I wanted to like just tell you guys, I don't know if you guys like this part of the podcast, but I do like to connect with you guys on like a deeper level than just being like real estate. So I hope that some of you enjoy this part of the podcast, but Um, If not, it's fine. I will just pretend like you do and continue to (laughs) talk to you guys like my besties. Um, So I have been on this like long journey of getting into grad school, getting a grad school assistantship and doing all of this stuff. And I had just applied for a grad school assistantship, which if you don't know what that is, it's through your university and they actually pay for your tuition on top of giving you a stipend. And I wanted that really badly because a stipend was something that I could use to help qualify me to get a loan um, so that I can, you know, house hack and do things like that. But this graduate assistantship that I found not only included tuition remission fully, a stipend, but it also included free furnished housing and a meal plan, which is insane to me because that literally covers all of my bills. And I was so excited. I applied. They told me I got an interview out of a lot of really qualified applicants. So the way that I work, of course, I start planning everything out. I literally have an Amazon list with like new apartment and like all the things I was going to buy for it. It's just insane how like addicted I get to exciting things. Like I have to plan them. I get so excited. I just like continue on like this journey in my brain and they don't even exist yet, which is like fine. That's just how I've always been. But I ended up not getting it, and I was so emo because not only would that have been awesome and helped me save so much money and I could have lived on campus and all this stuff, but my boyfriend and I have been dating for four and a half years, and we were not planning to live together after graduation because while I want to buy properties, he would like to save money a little bit, and he's starting his first job, which I completely understand. Like, I would rather us be financially stable before living together, too. It was just one of those situations where if I could live for free and he could live with me for free, then like, why would we not do that kind of a thing? 
Um, so yeah, that was disappointing, but as I always say, one door closes and another opens, and I got this opportunity through real estate, which I think is very cool, and I'm going to tell you guys about it. I don't know if I'm going to do it yet. I have a meeting with them on Wednesday to talk more about it, but essentially, it's this company where they do a lot of real estate investing, and they do wholesaling and things like that, but all off-market. And if you're not familiar, off-market real estate, you don't need a license for, depending on what you're doing. So wholesaling, you don't need a license for, um, you know, like short sales and auctions, you kind of do. And it's, it's complicated when you get down to the logistics of it all. But at my brokerage, they allow wholesaling. That's something you need to be careful about, by the way. Some states, it's completely illegal. Some states, it's legal. But if you're at a brokerage, they might not allow it. And so you need to make sure you're like not stepping on anyone's toes or doing anything the wrong way. I know for sure my, my broker is okay with it though because I've done wholesales in the past and they're, they're just totally fine with it. But this company is so cool and they're based right next to my university. They found me through TikTok and then I actually connected with the owner a while back because when I was getting into wholesaling, I wanted to have resources for people to talk to so I could ask the questions I had and actually learn how to do it. And this happened to be the guy who I talked to. So we've connected before. And when this job opportunity came up, he said, you know, we've thought from the beginning you would be a perfect fit for this. And so I wanted to reach out and see if you're interested. But it's basically a salary-based job. And my job would be creating an investor network, connecting with investors, going to networking events, and, you know, keeping track of that side of the business, as well as receiving all in-house leads, which is something I think is so awesome because they don't have a realtor that they refer people to. And so it's always just dead ends for them when they get people that are looking to buy or sell. And so they want a realtor for this position for someone who can network with them, but also list the properties that don't necessarily work out as wholesales. And of course I was interested in that because not only is that salary, but it's also commission. It's a lot of consistency because that's something in real estate that you just don't ever have is consistency. You never know what kind of clients you're going to have or when you're going to have them. But when you work for a company like that, you are instilling a lot of consistency because, you know, I would be making a salary, so I wouldn't be as worried, but as well as like getting those external leads. And I can stay at my brokerage too, because as I mentioned, wholesaling is not illegal. You just do it off market. Um, and so it would work out very well for me. And in that case, I would be making enough money to pay for my school out of pocket instead of having to take out loans. And um, I would obviously be doing as much real estate as I could too. But guys, on top of that, I found out that my classes this fall at Towson, I only have class on Mondays and Tuesdays which just gives me so much opportunity to do other things, other things being real estate. So I'm like freaking out because it would all work so well. And even if I did want to get a graduate assistantship, I could do all three things. I could go to grad school, I could have a graduate assistantship, and I could work at this company because it's all kind of at whatever schedule I want it to be, if that makes sense. Like both positions that I would have for work would be that way. So I was just like 
freaking so excited. Like this would be such a good opportunity. And I'm definitely interested to hear more. Um, even if the salary is nothing huge, like having leads come from somewhere externally would be super fun, super exciting. Just like help me learn more. It would teach me so much about investing. I mean, if I'm directly connecting with investors, it would help me down the line when I go to buy properties. And so I'm very excited about all of this. And part of my brain hates it because I'm so out of control. And I hate that. I love control. I like knowing what's happening. I like knowing what's going on. But it's not a bad lack of control. There's just a lot of good things that could come from this in many different directions. But I'm happy with all of it. You know, I know it's going to work out. Whether I pay out of pocket for my school and earn a salary or if I get a grad school assistantship and they pay for my school plus I get real estate work in there, I'm happy with it all. And I'm really excited to graduate and just move on to this next chapter, even though I'm so upset about leaving Virginia Tech and I'm going to miss this life so much. I'm like ready to have more structure and I'm ready to like be in school still, but working and just doing what I want to do and not being long distance from my boyfriend anymore and just like kind of settling down in a way. That sounds so emo. I don't want to settle down ever and I don't think I will, but you know what I mean? Like college is just so unpredictable and every weekend is different and I and I'm always traveling and it's a lot, but I'm ready to kind of just be in one place for a minute and start building my portfolio up and and all of that stuff. So, you know, it's all good things. Um I'm very, very excited for the future, and, and I appreciate you guys, you know, caring and listening, and those of you that DM me your thoughts on this podcast, I appreciate you so much, because this is the one platform where, you know, I can't tell who likes it or who listens to it or what, I just see numbers, and it doesn't really register in my brain when it's numbers like that, so it's really helpful um, to have you guys, you know, kind of let me know what you think, so I appreciate that. But I think that's all I wanted to tell you guys about for today's episode. I will always keep you guys updated on TikTok, on Instagram. Please let me know your questions. Let me know what you want me to talk about on future episodes. I'm happy to talk about anything, quite literally anything. I'm an open book. I don't have secrets. I'm always transparent. And um, yeah, I think that's all. So I hope you guys have a good week. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that I answered your questions about LLCs and EINs and all that good stuff. Um, I love you all so much, and I will see you next week.